0: This is The Tree of Life. Season 2, Chapter 1. In this episode, we will be talking further about when the maternal line exhibits spatial nonconsensuality, as well as following up on Season 1, Chapter 7. To start off, when non-consensuality is carried by the matrilineal line, there is no need for a spatial non-consensual actor to update the epigenetic coding of the matrilineal line as that updated information is passed directly to offspring by the matrilineal line through descent. Which is to say, that spatial non-consensual matrilineal lines are more responsive to environmental changes and new environments, passing epigenetic machinery to their offspring by virtue of their more plastic epigenetic state. But, a spatial non-consensual actor lacks the processes necessary to convert that physical territoriality into intellectual territoriality which requires partnering with an archetypal consensual actor. Likewise, as is demonstrated by the fact that archetypal consensual lines can generate spatial non-consensual actors, the epigenetic plasticity of a line is not genetic, necessarily, but rather may be predisposed to a particular state by genetics. This means that an individual may naturally exist in an archetypal consensual state, or be born into one, but at a later stage in life become a spatial non-consensual actor. In other words, there is a fluidity to epigenetic encoding, which means that it ultimately depends more on conditioning than genetics. Finally, it is important to note that spatial non-consensuality and archetypal consensuality are relational phenomenon. One individual can exist in an archetypal consensual state relative to one partner, whilst in a spatial non-consensual state relative to another, prospective partner. It depends largely upon the pairing. Which is to say that is why originally spatial non-consensuality and archetypal consensuality were described in relation to a patrilineal or matrilineal line within a family. As these bonds are more durable and promote more static representation of each phenomenon. To return to Season 1 Chapter 7, it is also important to note that the reconceptualization of supply chains according to lineal lines highlights the importance of familial businesses breaking up the supply chain. In other words, to take advantage of reciprocal altruism and the telescopic effect, public policy should encourage the growth and development of family businesses, which would also benefit the formation of intellectual territoriality along familial lines. Likewise, instead of providing quotas by descent for individual positions, utilising quotas for individual steps in the manufacturing process could also increase productivity, as well as contributing to the development of intellectual territoriality linked to family lines. Finally, encouraging plurality of descent would enhance the development of supply chains by providing mechanisms for the telescopic effect to optimise supply chains pursuant to the development of a more integrated society. That's the end of the podcast for today.